Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mula sa Quezon City, ako si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. U.S. Democrats this week formally moved closer to impeaching American President Donald Trump. Things are coming to a head after a months-long impeachment inquiry lodged in the House of Representatives. Here is Speaker Nancy Pelosi. In the course of today's events, it becomes necessary for us to address, among other grievances, the president's failure to faithfully execute the law. To recap, in early September, an anonymous whistleblower complaint lodged by an intelligence official said Trump used the power of his office to solicit interference from a foreign country in the 2020 U.S. elections. The complaints alleged that Trump pressured Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky to investigate former Vice President Joe Biden and his son Hunter. Trump dismissed the impeachment hearing early on November, calling it a witch hunt. Uh, this is a sham and uh, shouldn't be allowed. I'm going to be releasing, I think, on Thursday a second call, which actually was the first of the two. And you'll make a determination as to what you think there. The impeachment process started at the House of Judiciary Committee. From here, lawmakers draw up the articles of impeachment based on the results of the inquiry. Congressmen have narrowed down to two major points their impeachment complaint against Donald Trump. The first article is for abuse of power. It is an impeachable offense for the president to exercise the powers of his public office to obtain an improper personal benefit while ignoring or injuring the national interest. That is exactly what President Trump did when he solicited and pressured Ukraine to interfere in our 2020 presidential election. When the House investigated and opened an impeachment inquiry, President Trump engaged in unprecedented, categorical, and indiscriminate defiance of the impeachment inquiry. This gives rise to the second article of impeachment for obstruction of Congress. The impeachment complaint will have to be voted on by the House of Representatives, which is dominated by the Democrats. But then it will go to the Senate, where two-thirds vote is needed to remove the president from office, the Senate is dominated by the Republicans. It is composed of 53 Republicans, 45 Democrats, and two independents. With Trump up for re-election next year, of course, the charges of politicking is flying fast. In that regard, beyond what happens to the impeachment, and should it fail, the question will be whether the impeachment trial will sway votes or will it boost sympathy for Trump? Myanmar leader Aung San Suu Kyi has rejected genocide allegations at the UN International Court of Justice. 
the former Nobel Peace Prize awardee on Wednesday, tried to counter claims that Myanmar committed atrocities against Rohingya Muslims as alleged by a complaint filed by the Gambia. Regrettably, the Gambia has placed before the court an incomplete and misleading factual picture of the situation in Rakhine State in Myanmar. Yet, it is of the utmost importance that the court assess the situation obtaining on the ground in Rakhine dispassionately and accurately. Surely, under the circumstances, genocidal intent cannot be the only hypothesis. Media and civil society reports say thousands of Rohingya were killed and more than 700,000 fled to neighboring Bangladesh during a military crackdown in Myanmar's Rakhine state in 2017. Myanmar has denied genocide claims and insists it is battling an extremist threat triggered by Rohingya militant attacks. This is Aung San Suu Kyi in 2017. I understand that many of our friends throughout the world are concerned by reports of villages being burned and of hordes of refugees fleeing. We too are concerned. We want to find out what the real problems are. There have been allegations and counter-allegations, and we have to listen to all of them. And we have to make sure that these allegations are based on solid evidence before we take action. And again in 2016. Over the last few years, the world has focused its attention on the situation in the Rakhine state of our country. As a responsible member of the community of nations, we do not fear international scrutiny. We are committed to a sustainable solution that will lead to peace, stability, and development for all communities within the state. Last November, the International Criminal Court approved a full investigation into Myanmar's alleged crimes against the Rohingya. Suu Kyi, once celebrated internationally as a champion of human rights and democracy, is the de facto leader of Myanmar since April 2016. Critics accuse her of a complete turnaround. At best, analysts say she has had to be more circumspect in a government she leads but that is still dominated by the military. Former U.S. Federal Reserve Chairman Paul Volcker passed away on December 8 at the age of 92. Volcker was known for his battle against inflation in the late 1970s and early 1980s. Now, you might be wondering, what does Volcker or his monetary policies have to do with the Philippines? J.C. Punong Bayan, our favorite economist from the Usapang Econ podcast, tells us why his life mattered not just to America, but even, in fact, to Filipinos. So si Paul Volcker ay isa sa pinaka-influential na chairman ng uh, U.S. Federal Reserve. Ito yung Central Bank ng uh, United States. At importante siya dahil yung mga policies niya noong uh, early 1980s ay tinuturo na isa sa mga dahilan kung bakit nagkaroon ng economic crisis sa Pilipinas during that time. Kasi if you remember, during the time of President Marcos, yung Pilipinas ang incur ng napakalaking debt, external debt or utang panlabas. Tapos, yung kasing interest rate na sineset ng Federal Reserve ay ininfluensyahan nito yung global interest rates. So, nung panahon ni Paul Volcker kung saan tumaas yung interest rates para labanan yung inflation, sa US ay 
tumaas yung interest rate sa buong mundo. At napektuhan tayo nun. So, yung combination ba nung malaking utang na panlabas, tapos yung mataas na interest rate, ibig sabihin, nabawang talaga sa utang yung Pilipinas during that time. So, sa US ay nagkaroon din ng recession noong uh, panahon ni Paul Volcker sa US Federal Reserve at marami nagreklamo kasi maraming industriya ang natamaan nung recession na iyon at marami nagagat nun kay Paul Volcker. Sa isang maday, sinasabi rin na nakatulong yung uh, policies ni Paul Volcker para, para labanan yung inflation do sa US. JC, quick recap. Bakit nga ba mataas ang inflation sa US at Pilipinas noong 1980s? Mataas kasi yung oil prices during that time, especially noong 70s. Kumalo talaga yung oil prices. Kasi nagkaroon ng mga cartel sa Middle East. Tapos uh, insofar as yung Middle East ay nagdidictate ng oil prices worldwide, ay ginamaan yung US at that time. We must note na yung policies Paul Volcker during that time, yung pagtaas ng interest rates, ay... Isa lang sa mga dahilan kung bakit nagkaroon ng economic crisis sa Pilipinas. Nagugugat pa rin yun dun sa sobrang pag-accumulate ng utang ng Marcos sa uh, regime na naging unsustainable yung pangungutang natin during that time. Nagkataon lang na uh, meron din yung ganong klase na international external factor dun yung nangyari sa US. Kaya parang lumala yung situation dito sa Philippines. Certainly, yung uh, economic crisis natin during that time was a combination of both domestic factors and uh, international factors. Catch JC Punong Bayan and Mayan Vital at Usapang Econ on Puma Podcast. President Rodrigo Duterte says he is hell-bent on pursuing charges of economic sabotage against officials and companies behind what he called onerous contracts for the country's two major water concessionaires. The president was referring to, on the one hand, Maynilad and Manila Water, but then in terms of responsibility, also to government executives and legislators during the times of former President Fidel Ramos and Gloria Macapagal Arroyo. Gusto ko magharap silang lahat dito sa akin. Isa-isahin ko sila. Ang abogado na ang gumawa ng kontrata. Sino yung mga official ng MWSS? Tanungin ko sila. the judo and screw the country. Pag hindi ako ma-satisfy, I will expropriate everything. Punin ko lang. The President's pronouncement set off hearings both in the Senate and the House of Representatives. Both Manila Water and Maynilad say they will no longer ask the government to pay a 10 billion peso arbitral award granted by the Permanent Court of Arbitration in Singapore. They are also willing to renegotiate the terms of their concessions. But beyond the fate of the two companies, investors and economists are fretting. Their fear this might send a signal to investors that the Philippines does not honor contracts its own government enters into, nor judicial and arbitration processes it submits itself to. We Fresh off the closing of the Southeast Asian Games, the regional spirit plays on. (music) 
Low-cost airline carrier Air Asia and Universal Music Group have launched a record label, one specifically that hopes to elevate music from Southeast Asia. Red Records wants to promote ASEAN pop or A-pop to the global scene. The two companies announced the groundbreaking partnership at a press conference in Kuala Lumpur last week. This is the transformation of an airline into a lifestyle. Like I like to say, AirAsia way of life. We have banks, we have amazing logistics companies, and 2020 is going to be an incredible year. The group also signed their first artist, Janine Weigel, a singer, actress, and model from Thailand. At yan po ang mga headline na Puma Podcast. If you like what you hear, well then, give us a like. Give us a positive review. That helps us a lot. You can also email us at pumapodcast at gmail.com. Please tell a friend. And don't forget to subscribe to Puma Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Anchor, or wherever you get your podcast. Maraming salamat po. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.